Welcome back to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa. And I'm Eric. And welcome to our first episode of 2020. Holy crap, Eric. We made it into the new year. That's wild, isn't it, man? I'm so excited. Not only is it a new chapter, but we are about to embark on a whole other decade It is completely insane. Even just saying 2020 out loud, I'm still getting used to it. Yeah, it feels like 2010 was last week, right? Fun fact for all you guys out there listening, Eric and I have been friends for over 10 years at this point. Now that we're going into 2020, it's wild to say that we met back in 2009, or rather I should say we became friends back in 2009 when I was 16 years old and he was 18. And look at us now, all these years later, there's nobody else that I would rather have by my side through thick and thin. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been through it all. And I am just so proud of watching you grow, Eric, and watching the man that you have become. Oh, thank you. And I'm really proud of watching you grow and seeing the woman you've become. And it literally feels just like yesterday when, you know, we were in high school and then we went to college together just a couple of years later. And, you know, it's just been such a crazy 10 years. And I'm looking forward to another 10 crazy more you know you live an entire lifetime in 10 years and it it still doesn't feel that way you know like everything is still so pristine in your mind and you're just like wow that really happened like you know five years ago seven ten years ago and you're just like it that feels like just around the corner you know when people mention 2009 and 2010 to me I act like that just happened four to five years ago, max. So it's still hard for me to wrap my head around that it's been a whole decade and that so much has happened between now and then because it really goes by so quickly. My advice to people that are listening, about to turn into a motivational (laughs) podcast here, my advice for people that are listening is do not waste your time. Do not wait. Go out and do whatever. If you have something that has been pending in the back of your mind, if you have something that you want to go out there and achieve, go out and do it. There is no right time. There is no special moment. Every moment is special if you make it special. So you got to go out there. You got to give it your all. You really cannot waste time because time waits for nobody. Absolutely. And that that should be the takeaway message from all of that. You know, the world keeps on spinning whether you want to or not. 
And, you know, you really just got to live your life in the moment because clearly 10 years feels like five minutes. Realistically. <laughs> it really does. It really does. And don't forget to tell people that you care about how much you care about them and how much you love them while you still can. That's something that I've learned too along the way is there's never a right time to just, you know, people always feel like they have to hold back. Don't hold back. If you love and care about somebody, you go up to them and you let them know and you make sure that they're aware of that. There can never be enough love, in my opinion, and enough generosity and enough uh, compassion to go around. So I really, truly believe if you have loved ones and people in your life that you care dearly about, then you better go out of your way to Make sure that they know that and go out of your way to tell them. Whether it be family, friends, doesn't matter. You don't want to take any of it for granted because it could all be taken away from you tomorrow. Nothing is guaranteed in life. And I just think that it's so important if there's anything that I've learned within the past 10 years is to make sure that you express your love and gratitude towards the people that you keep close in your life, your loved ones and the people that you care about. Make sure that you're always expressing that daily. Make sure that they know that they're never taken for granted and make sure that they're acknowledged in your life. Very well said. And we can say that because you and I have been through it all in the past 10 years. That we have. You know, we've been through it all, the both of us in our own lives, you know, talking aside from our friendship. We've also been through it all. You know, we've seen friends leave. We've seen other friends come back. We've made new friendships. We have been through one huge roller coaster. Thick and thin. Yes. One huge roller coaster of emotions. And honestly, that is probably the best advice we could give you guys from this past 10 years. I think it's a great start to 2020. Great job. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate that. I just think it's so important for people to reflect. I'm a big reflector. Like I like to reflect on the past couple years and really dive into the highs, the lows, everything in between and to help use that to push me forward and to make me a better person day in and day out. I always say that I am not trying to compete with anybody. I'm not trying to be better than anybody. All I'm trying to compete and be better than is the person that I was yesterday. And that's all anybody could ever do. So I love to reflect. And I think that especially now starting out the new year and a whole new decade to come, what better way to kind of just think about the past 10 years and to start this episode off with some life advice. So I'm glad that we did it. Yeah, and here's to 10 more years of you and me being friends. Eric, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Cheers to that, and cheers to Music Matters Media, which was founded back in 2018. It was founded in the tail end of the 2010s. However, Music Matters Media, this is just the beginning. We are just on the brink of greatness here there is so much to come. I have so much in store and I cannot wait for you, Eric, to see everything unfold and for everybody else that is involved, my wonderful staff of writers and photographers and everybody that contributes to Music Matters, see everything that is in store, what's to come and all that we have planned for the future. Music Matters 
is not only going to be around for the next 10 years, but it's going to be around for the next 10 after that, and the next 10 after that, and so on and so forth. As long as I'm alive and kicking, there's no stopping Music Matters Media anytime soon. Very well said. Very well said. And you know what? I cannot wait to see where this goes from here. And we owe it all thanks to you. Eric, I love you to death. I can say wholeheartedly the same thing about our friendship. You are one of my best friends in the entire world. And I am so fortunate to have you in my life. I'm taking my own advice right now. And I'm telling you how much I love you. And I just wanted to let you know that these past 10 years have been such a wild ride. But there's nobody else that I would rather have by my side through it all than you. So not only cheers to the next 10, but cheers to the next 10 after that. And cheers to a lifetime friendship of lifelong love. Thank you so much. And now I'm taking your advice and just telling the fans out there how much I love you guys and how much we love you guys. You know, you guys have been with us since the first episode and you guys have only, your dedication has only grown since then. It's even grown even when we're not around, as you so clearly showed us, you know, before last year ended. So thank you so much for sticking by us always. And... We are just so happy to serve you guys. But Eric, you know who we love just a little bit more this week? (laughs) Who is it? Our top three countries of this week. That's who. Of course. Can't have an episode without that. All right. So this is actually really exciting. Our first top three of 2020. And we're already starting out with number three. Somebody who's never made our top three before. Sri Lanka. Wow. Sri Lanka, welcome, guys. Welcome to the top three. Coming in the second spot, we have Japan. Japan. Nice. Very nice, man. This is really cool. And climbing all the way to our number one spot this week, we have Kenya. Kenya. Wow. These top threes are getting super interesting, man. Incredible. Just when you think that you've seen it all and you have nothing more to expect... These countries come out of nowhere, and it is just so cool to see in real time who's climbing throughout the week, who's going to make it towards the end. Just because people are doing really well in the beginning of the week doesn't necessarily mean that by the end of the week they'll make the top three. It's just so cool to see that you guys are so engaged with this podcast, and we, Eric, as you said earlier, We have to extremely, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for taking the time to listen, to share, and for your loyalty for this show and everything that we do here. So thank you to you guys. Thank you especially this week to number three, Sri Lanka, number two, Japan, and number one, Kenya. You guys are fantastic. Super incredible. I really can't believe it. I... I, I'm completely speechless because every week my mind is blown of who is listening from all around the world. It's just utter and complete insanity to me, and it's something that I will never get used to. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. And as always, have no fear if you did not make it this week because we are just at the start of this year, and you can always make it next week or any week after that. All you have to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have, and we 
could be shouting you out next. So I know we got super motivational and we were just giving life advice out at the beginning of this episode, but we never actually got into what this episode is about. So if you read the title and you've made it to this point, congratulations, because today we are going to be discussing our most anticipated music list of 20. 20. So that can entail albums by our favorite musicians that are confirmed or musicians that we wish would release music in 2020. So meaning either the confirmed list of music that we know that we're going to get in 2020 or just our personal wish list of musicians that we hope release new music this year. So with that being said, Eric, I decided because the year is 2020. We are going to hit our listeners with 20 whopping picks. Eric, I want you to hit us with your list first. Just go down straight through it in no particular order. One through 20. Let's hear it. All right. So these are the 20 artists that I hope and or know will release music in 2020. So without further ado, here goes. Blue Oyster Cult, Courtney Barnett, Discharge, Guns N' Roses, Hell Ripper, Simo, Kendrick Lamar, Jake Cole, or that collaboration that they've been teasing for so long, either or is fine, No Name, Duke Garwood, Metallica, Megadeth, Queens of the Stone Age, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Post Animal, Wu-Tang Clan, Wilson T. King, Rob Zombie, Soundgarden, and Them Crooked Vultures. What a list. Wow, what a list. You know what I like about your list? You have a little bit of everything on it. Yeah, and you know, I find that that's something that also comes with uh, 10 years worth of musical experience, you know, expanded musical knowledge and expanded taste. I find that, you know, over 10 years, you'd be surprised how much your music tastes change. You're telling me because there's some stuff that I used to listen to that I couldn't even go back and, and check out even if you wanted me to. And there's also some stuff that I used to listen to that I still listen to today. But also, if you were to tell me that some of the stuff that I listened to today back then that I would be listening to it today, I would have said, yeah, okay, yeah, right. And Eric, you out of all people, I got to say, out of everybody that I know, has really, truly grown your palate and your taste for music and you expanding your horizons have really grown within the past 10 years when it comes to experimenting with different genres and just going outside of your comfort zone and exploring new music. So I would really like to commend you for that. I'm glad that every time I... Uh, tell you to check out an album or if I tell you okay we're gonna review this come here prepared that not only are you always ready and willing but that you even surprise me a couple of times with how much you thoroughly enjoy some of the picks and, and a lot of the stuff that we do get to talk about on here so I would just like to take the time to say that I am super proud of you for just going outside of your comfort zone and giving things a chance. And I wish more people were like that. 
that they could just give things a chance and just, you know, explore outside of their comfort zones and really just take music in for what it is, regardless of whether they end up loving it or hating it, but at least giving it the opportunity to make that impact and that effect on you. Well, thank you. You're way too kind. And for a perfect example of what she's talking about, please check out the end of our review for Scorpion. I think you'll... uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. I think you'll like what I have to say. So true, Eric. I I love that reference. For people that have been around for a while, for the true fans out there, the true listeners that have been around since 2018, they will get that reference. So that's great. If you guys haven't seen our review of Scorpion by Drake, what are you doing? Go and check it out, especially if you're a hip-hop fan, and especially if you're a Drake fan, go check that episode out. You will not be disappointed. And going back to what you said earlier, you know, you'd be surprised at where you'll find yourself in 10 years musically, because some stuff that I listen to now, back then I was kind of just waiting for the right time to listen to it, if that makes any sense. And some stuff I didn't have the maturity yet to listen to it, if that also makes any sense. I feel like I needed to wait a little bit and grow up a little bit more to truly be able to understand it. So some stuff I shied away from it because I was just like, "Eh, it doesn't feel genuine yet. And then other stuff I was like, you know what, maybe I'll wait a little bit because I know that if I listen to it now, it'll just go over my head. That is such an important point to make. Eric, genius. I'm so glad that you touched upon that because it's like the same concept of watching a movie and not fully understanding it. It's like going back in time, right? And you can recall a movie that maybe you shouldn't have been watching, but you watched it anyway at a young age. But of course, you didn't get any of the references, the adult references at least. And then you go back and you watch that same movie today as an adult. And then you found a whole new found appreciation for it because you pick up on all that stuff that completely went over your head as a kid. So same concept when listening to music. I agree with you. Sometimes you're just not mentally there yet. You're not emotionally mature enough to handle some of the concepts and the themes throughout certain songs and certain albums. And it's a really good point to make. Excellent point to make. Oh, well, thank you. But that's genuinely how I felt back then. You know, I, I felt like, you know, th- this isn't me yet. I might need to wait it out a little more. And then, of course, there's all the other stuff that I had no idea existed. And stuff that I would never have really ventured towards had I not really matured as a listener. So, if if anything, you know, 10 years will do that to you if you really decide to step out of your comfort zone. So... I recommend anyone that's a serious lover of music to just step outside the lines and take everything in. Yeah, guys, you literally have nothing to lose by taking some time and just giving things a chance because you never know. Somebody that completely can be not even on your radar can become your next favorite musician or could be your next favorite album. You just have to take the plunge and go for it. And that's actually the theme of this episode, Eric, if you think about it. The theme of this episode is don't waste any time. Go out there. Go get it. Go listen to it. Go for it. And yeah, I'm happy to spread that message. (laughs) So am I, man. All right. So however interesting my list was, I'm sure yours is even more interesting than mine. What is your list of top 20 anticipated releases for 2020? 
For 2020, here we go in no particular order. We have Lil Wayne, Drake, the 1975, Adele, Troy Savon, Gashi, G Easy, Halsey, Miguel, Dua Lipa, Simple Creatures, Big Sean, Social House, A Day to Remember, The Weekend, Angels and Airwaves, Paramore, Justin Timberlake, Rihanna, and last but certainly not least, Selena Gomez. Some stuff I expected to be on there, but then other stuff I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I was right. Your list is way more interesting than mine and way more widescreen than mine, I should say. I feel like mine kind of has a common element to it, even though there are some outliers, so to speak. There are some exceptions. But I feel like mine is, uh, you know, has a common theme. Yours is just all over the place. And I really, really commend that. Thank you, Eric. I appreciate that. I really do. What I love about this show is the fact that you and I can sit here and we can do episodes like this where we talk about music that we listen to from our own personal lives and from our own perspective. And we have different tastes and different things that we appreciate. And then we have similar things that overlap and that we love to death. And this just goes to show between my list and your list, what a wide scope of genres and musicians and true art. So I don't want you to hold my list on a pedestal and I don't want you to say that my list is better than your list. Your list is equally as great. I just think that across the board, with both of our lists combined, it really just reflects how deep that you can get into so many different styles of music and appreciation for so many different artists. And that is what this show is all about. That is everything that we try to promote here. And I am really proud of us. I'm proud of our lists. We have good lists. Yeah, definitely. And I guess the reason why mine is the way it is is because I focused on a lot of artists that have actually taken a huge gap in between music releases. So a lot of the, the a lot of these artists, it's been a while for them since they've released anything. In some cases, it's it's been more than five years. So when we say most anticipated, I truly mean it because there are a lot of artists on my list that I've been dying to hear something from them for years and all I, as well as the rest of their fans have gotten is radio silence. So let's dive into that. To your point with that, because I did the same thing with some of these artists on my list. So let's go down that lane first before we go down to the releases that are confirmed for this year. The ones that have not been confirmed, but we are just dying to hear new music from them. Why did you choose those specific people slash bands and how did you narrow that down? Really, it, it just all boils down to just how much love I have for each of those bands. You know, I, I narrow it down to really just how close I hold them to my heart, how long I've been listening to them. And even if I haven't been listening to them for too many years, just how significant they are in my life. Because I feel like you can have an artist that's very near and dear to you and you could have been listening to them for as little as a year, maybe even less, but it's really all about the impact that they cause on you that matters in the end. So that's how I narrowed it down, you know. You know what else matters? <laughs> <laughs> no, what matters? Music, Eric, of course. 
Music matters. Of course. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so for example, in the case of Guns N' Roses, it's been forever since they've released any new music. The last time they did that, they did it with a completely different lineup than their original. At the time, they released Chinese Democracy, very controversial and polarizing record in and of itself, partly because of the lineup changes and just a different style of music because of that lineup change. So now that the most of the original lineup for Guns N' Roses has gotten back together, it's only natural that the fans are like, yeah, we want to hear music from them again, from that lineup again. Of course. And so, you know, not only has it been years, but now that they have gotten most of the original lineup together, I would love to see, you know, how they fare now in 2020 compared to the last album they made with their original lineup. So that's what I mean. It's it's a lot of factors playing to it. How close I hold them to my heart and how impactful they were in my life. I hear you because I have some heavy hitters on my list, which I know you can agree the last time that they released music or dropped an album has been years ago at this point. Just to name a few, we have Rihanna, her big return to music. We've all been waiting for it, girl. Please <laughs> come back. I get it. You got, you got a lot going on between your fashion line and your makeup. But we need those bangers. We need those bangers. So, yeah, we got Rihanna on this list. Also, I'm just scanning it through really quickly. Adele. Adele. I know that uh, there's a lot going on in her personal life. A lot has changed since her last album dropped. So the next album that is released, hopefully this year, is going to have some real emotional songs and I cannot wait to hear from Miss Adele. So I totally understand what you're getting at with that Eric. When so much time passes, the fans are just so eager to listen to anything that the band slash artist will release. I have a really big feeling actually that 2020 is going to be a phenomenal year in music because it's the start of a new decade because it is 2020 in and of itself that artists are going to go out of their way to say that they dropped an album in the year 2020. I just feel it in my bones. Uh, I also have some insights on a couple of things, and I think that this is going to be one of the best years yet in music. But what I also want to know from you, Eric, because we just went over a few reasons and a few picks of our non-confirmed slash our personal wish list, but I want to know why did you choose and how did you come to those choices of albums that you know for a fact are confirmed to come out this year? So this one is a mix of both. Some albums I picked again because of my personal history with the band slash artists, but then others I picked based on how awesome I thought their albums were last time, you know, whether this was three years ago or last year, you know, if that album made such a profound impact on me to the point where it made me say, I can't wait for the next one, like immediately after listening to that album, then that, that went into the decision-making process. Um, in the case of Blue Oyster Cult, Man, I can't even tell you how long it's been since they've released new music. It's been way more than 10 years for them. And in my opinion, they are one of rock history's most underrated yet very talented bands. And I genuinely 
have been wanting them to release new music for a long time now. And also, they're from Long Island, so that's also Shout really cool. Shout out to Long Island! So, you know, that that was my reason for picking them. You know, they, they announced that they were working on new music, so when they announced that, I was like, oh my god, finally, this is like everybody's, you know, dream right now. You know, even if they release just this one album and they never do it again. You know, I just really want them to release new music. You'll take what you can get at this point. It reminds me of Tool all over again. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, wow. Sorry, zoned out for a little bit. <laughs> that Tool album, just so freaking He's still good. thinking about it. Oh yeah, of course. And I'm going to be thinking about it until the next time, whenever that is. Um, as, in, as for the other artists on my list, another example would be Duke Garwood. He released an album last year. It was a collaboration album with Mark Lanigan called With Animals. And let me tell you, this album is unlike anything I've ever heard. Just Mark's voice mixed with Duke's compositions is just a beautiful result. I mean, the album itself was haunting. It was, you know, somewhat psychedelic, depending on what song you heard. It was dark. It was just beautiful. You know, and Duke Garwood is a very unique multi-instrumentalist. He's definitely a unique guitar player. He has a style that, simply put, nobody else does. And when those two get together, it's just magic. But speaking about him individually, he's also released some fine music. He's a great singer in his own right, too. And, you know, he's just someone that, to me, keeps on making better and better albums every time. So if he keeps on following that formula... I can't wait to see what he releases this year. I really hear you, Eric, because those are extremely solid reasons and thoughtful picks that you chose for your most anticipated that have been confirmed. For me personally, I have a multitude of reasons why I chose certain musicians and certain bands. To give just a few of the many examples, uh, one example would be Redemption. And when I say redemption, I'm talking about you, A Day to Remember. Their last album came out in 2016. It was called Bad Vibrations. They took a huge break between their past two albums. So when Bad Vibrations dropped, it was very highly anticipated. And I just think that overall, Bad Vibrations lacked in a lot of qualities of why people have stuck with a day to remember since the beginning, why their fan base is so devoted and so loyal to the band. And there were good songs on there, but as a whole, I just think the album was really lackluster. And to be honest, not worth the wait in between the album's Common Courtesy and the album Bad Vibrations. And now it's been even a longer wait than it was back then from Bad Vibrations, their last release. And it has been confirmed they are dropping an album this year called You're Welcome. And Eric, with a title like that, it could really go either way. Either they heard the fans loud and clear, they saw the reception based off of the last album, and now they're coming back stronger than ever, or it could go the complete opposite way, and they could be like, well, we're just going to do whatever we want to do, and you can either take it or leave it, but... You're welcome. So I am very, very intrigued to see what this album is going to sound like. That's why it has made my list to begin with. 
And I also wanted to give a shout out as another example to Angels and Airwaves, which has also been confirmed that they are releasing an album this year. And the reason why this made my list is because stylistically, I have no idea what to expect from this album. From previous albums before the Dreamwalker, Angels and Airwaves, for the most part, collectively had a very space rock atmospheric sound with some killer riffs and then the dreamwalker was released back in 2014 which also adds to the huge gap of craving new music but the dreamwalker when it was released it was a complete departure from the traditional angels and airwaves sound and that is because of alan rubin and his influence in the band so i am very much excited to see where angels and airwaves are gonna go from here and sonically I and stylistically, I am very much intrigued to see what this new music is going to sound like. If it's anything like a combination between Rebel Girl and Kiss and Tell, I think we have a lot to look forward to on this new album. So with that, Eric, let's get into from our most anticipated of 2020. I still made Eric choose the top five people. Yes, I am that sadistic but it had to be done. Eric, let's go from number five all the way to our number one most anticipated of 2020. And this could be both either non-confirmed or confirmed. So Eric, start us off. What is your number five? My number five is the long-teased collaboration album between J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Oh, man. That should have been on my list, too, to be honest with you, but I'm glad that it made yours. Yeah, it's it's been teased enough. I think it's time to make it a reality, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you? What's your number five? My number five is short and sweet and to the point for all the reasons that I just explained before, because it is Angels and Airwaves, and it's Tom DeLonge's big return to music, so I knew it had to make my top five. That's why Angels and Airwaves is coming in at number five. Eric, what is your number four pick? The all-powerful Metallica. Of course! You can't have a top five without Metallica. Of course, you know, I know it's been a while since their last album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. I'm really hoping that they don't take another eight years to release another album, so please, please don't do that and just get back into the studio. We're waiting. How about you? What's your number four? My number four would be the 1975. I was very much impressed with their latest album that they released, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. We reviewed that on this podcast, and there are still songs from there that I listen to religiously today, especially the song It's Not Living If It's Not With You. I think that is a classic, the 1975 song. I cannot wait to hear what this sound that they're going to take on this album will be. The last album was definitely a departure from their usual sound. I think in general, I Like It When You Sleep will always be my favorite, but you never know because you never know what is in store this year on their new album called Notes on a Conditional Form. So that's why the 1975 made my top five at the number four spot. But Eric, we're getting into top three territory, baby. Let's go. What's your number three pick? The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. And this time it's a huge deal because their 
departed guitarist who had left a while before, John Frusciante, is back. We have a similar situation as with Sum 41 when Brown Sound came back. So this is basically the same thing with them. You know, John Frusciante is super popular. He wrote some of their best songs with them. He's back on this record. Thank you to Josh, who served as the guitar player for the Red Hot Chili Peppers for the past 10 years. He did a phenomenal job, made some beautiful music with them. It will be bittersweet because we have to see him go. But listen, John Frusciante, if he's back with the band, then we're in good hands. At least I'd like to think so. Sounds like it to me. How about you? What is your number three? My number three would be The Weeknd. Nice. Great pick. The Weeknd dropped two extremely solid singles towards the tail end of 2019. And those singles were Heartless and Blinding Lights. And I love both of those songs to death. It really just got everybody hyped up for The Weeknd to drop new music and We are all waiting for a full album with this specific sound. I think that The weekend is going to come strong in 2020. And yes, it has not been confirmed yet. There's only rumors flying about it. But I think for him dropping those singles at the end of 2019, it was only to prepare us for this year, a full album in 2020. I'm calling it right now, and I cannot wait for it if that's the case. So that is my number three pick. The weekend. Eric, what has made your second spot? My second spot goes to the phenomenal blues rock guitar player Wilson T. King. And this dude is every bit as a force of nature as Jimi Hendrix was. I can wholeheartedly say that. You know, the previous two albums he has released, which were released in 2010 and in 2012, were both just absolutely flawless. And even the one he made in 2012 was, you know, even more epic than the one he made in 2010. And this guy, for some reason, is a ghost. He hasn't released any singles, any EPs, no news about even any kind of teases, nothing. It's like he released an album in 2012 and then that's it. He just kind of faded. The mystery of it all. Yes, and he has released maybe a video or two here and there about him just, you know, messing around with his guitar, playing some solos or whatever, but other than that, there hasn't been a formal announcement. But you know what? I really hope that now that it's a new decade and it's a new year, I'm hoping that he'll come back from wherever he's at (laughs) and just make some kind of announcement, even if it's not a full album, just a song or an EP or something. But The world really needs to hear this man's music. Here's to hoping. Yeah. So how about you? What's your number two? Okay, I have to say my number two and my number one really could be interchangeable. I just want to throw that out there as a disclaimer. But for my second spot on my top five, I chose Lil Wayne. He was supposed to release an album back Last year in 2019, the title we got was Funeral, so it was confirmed that there is a new album in the works. It was supposed to be released in 2019, but there was a lot going on with him and the Blink tour, and I'm sure there was a lot going on behind the scenes. And I think ultimately Wayne and his team decided to hold off instead of rushing to put it out towards the end of the year. They toured all throughout the summer. The tour ended in September, which only left him a few months 
to release the album to get everything ready to release it so I think instead of rushing everything they wanted to put the finishing touches on it and get it all polished up Funeral it's supposed to be his best album biggest album yet because the Carter Five all those songs were written and done so long ago but just released back in 2018 I think a lot of people don't know that so this material that's coming out on funeral is actually going to be some fresh Wayne right now the current state of Wayne and how his brain works right now in uh present day so I cannot wait to hear from Wayne funeral it's going to be coming out I cannot wait to see this could be Wayne's biggest album since the Carter three in my opinion but we shall only wait and see only time will tell Eric we have made it to the end here. This has to be a colossal pick. What a choice this has to be for you. I know it was so hard to even make a top 20 list, let alone narrow it down to five. And now here we are at number one. What is your most anticipated album of 2020? So this one, it's a huge stretch, not just for me, but to everybody who's ever loved this band, Soundgarden. Now, obviously, the late, great Chris Cornell is no longer with us, but the band did say that they were planning on releasing one more album, and I think that they did record these songs before he passed away. Unfortunately, there's a lot of legal stuff going on, um, not just with the label that you know they want to get the rights to the music from, but from Chris Cornell's wife. Now she's involved. And there's a lot of disagreements as to whether the band has the right to release these these songs and record them and put them out there. It's just too much going on, but the reason why I want this music to be released is because in many ways it would feel, you know, like a closing statement to the band. You know, it would really give a lot of the fans, and I think it would give the band the closure that they really need. So... That is why that is my most anticipated album of 2020. I hear still hoping that it happens, that they reach some kind of agreement. Please, just let it happen. So, how about you? What is your number one? My most anticipated album of 2020 is Drake. I cannot wait until Drake releases new music. I have a feeling in my gut that he's going to drop an album this year in 2020 there's no confirmation of it yet there's no release date yet it's all rumored he just re recently came out with a song with future he's featured on i think it's technically Future's song to be honest he's featured on it because future is releasing a new album this year and the song is called life is good and drake sounds better than ever i still play scorpion weekly if not daily that was my favorite album of 2018 and it still holds up for me to this day and i just I'm really looking forward to seeing what Drake has in store for fellow not only Drake fans, but fans of hip-hop in general, fans of R&B. He's the best of both worlds, and I cannot wait to see if he's going to be dropping some heat in 2020. So that's why he made my number one spot. Great list, Eric. Great list. Thank you. You too. And listen, that number one, perfect. Thank you. 
And with that, you guys, that was a list of our 20, top 20 of 2020. New music, new albums, our wish list, our top 20 musicians slash albums of 2020. And what an episode this was to kick off the year. I'm very excited about it. We have so much in store for you guys. We hope that you stick around for another great year with us for Music Matters Media. And more importantly, we want to know what are some of your picks? What are you looking forward to coming out this year? Whether it's a wish list that you're hopeful that your favorite artist will release new music or it has already been confirmed, please let us know. Head over to www.musicmarriagemedia.com and let us know over there. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Music Matters Media. And stay tuned for our next episode.